Hey gang, Hey Gang is back, and it's free, and it's ad-free. So could you please help keep the lights on by donating to paypal.me slash Howard Kramer. That's paypal.me slash Howard Kramer, K-R-E-M-E-R. And now, let's do a Hey Gang. Hey Gang, let's do a Hey Gang. Hey Gang. Thanks for hitting play, gang. Hey, gang. Brighten up your day, gang. Let's do a hey, gang. Hey, gang. Let's do a hey, gang. We'll do another critter chatter. Why not, right? Summer is, um, I'm not going to say it's winding down, but it's late August. And in this country, you know, uh, the focus goes to school. The focus goes to college, and the focus goes to football, and the focus goes to Halloween. This is when they shifted on you, gang. And the back-to-school sales, we won't even talk about them. They've already infested your Target. They've infested your CVS, wherever you head to get your pads and a juice. I don't know what you get. All right, let's see what's going on in the world of Critter Chatter. This story takes us to Colorado, the site of many Critter Chatters, being with their wild animals running around and their visitors, you know, visitors plus wild animals. Let's see how this one turned out. A black bear wandered around the lobby of the Colorado Hotel that inspired Stephen King to write 4,000 books. How many books has he I mean, he's got to be at close to 4,000, right? The Shining, The Thinner Man, The Slender Man, all of the stuff he puts together. Stephen King, oh, it's where he wrote The Shining. Okay, it's not, it's not the hotel where they filmed The Shining. It's where he got the idea to write The Shining. So I wonder if while he was writing the book, he was like, we should just film it right there. And just always thought, yeah, we'd film it there. Then at the end, they go, nope, we're moving it. We got a cheaper place. It's creepy. Don't worry. I don't know how that all went. But it's not the hotel you're thinking of in the movie. That movie made me want to ride a big wheel through a hotel. But not see all the creepy stuff. So once again, gang, in case you're confused, it's not the hotel in the movie. It's the one that inspired it, right? Like if you saw, did you see Aaron Brockovich? That wasn't Aaron Brockovich. That was Julia Roberts. So if I say to you Aaron Brockovich, but you're thinking of Julia Roberts, that's wrong. This is the actual Aaron Brockovich. Got it? Okay. Um, guests were sound asleep. 300 of them. 300 guests were asleep. And the hotel figured out how to open the door. I mean, the, the, the bear, the Bruin, figured out how to open the front door and climbed over furniture. With 300... Boy, if it was a busier time, you're looking at Paddington situation. You're looking at a Winnie the Pooh type of a deal. There's a bear loose, and kids think it's fun, right? Kids have been watching Paddington, Paddington 2, Winnie the Pooh, the upcoming Christopher Robin. And then they, they get the idea like, yeah, it's no big deal to see a bear in a hotel, a bear on a cruise ship. 
a bear hanging out talking to people. And that's why this, oh boy, gang, we're, we're glad this went down on the, 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 the night. Um, very different story during the day. And those kids' sense of reality would be tested because their parents would be saying, get away from the bear. And they'd be going, what are you talking about? This is the stuff you show me. And now we're on vacation. Why would you say don't go talk to this fun bear who's also on vacation? And then the bear swipes at them. And then they go, I don't know who to trust. So anyway, well, good thing. Nobody was hurt. The bear climbed around and they got rid of it or walked back out again. Okay, and that brings us to number five on our kitchen countdown. Let's see what's coming in at number five. Whatever that was, gang, that's what you got at number five. I don't want to play too much of it. Well, um, yeah. I've been hiking. I haven't seen any wild animals. I haven't even seen a hawk. I haven't seen a snake. I haven't seen a hawk. I haven't seen a fox. I haven't seen a coyote. Seen doggies. 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 That's probably the one thing this country still has that everybody has in common with each other. Is that when a doggy goes by you? Little doggy. Doggy. I hate your beliefs. I hate your beliefs. I hate your politics. I hate your politics. Look at the doggy. Blow the doggy. I'm sure you've heard something like that before. All right, here we go. Um, Yeah. Coming in at Critter Chatter. PETA's new billboard isn't good. Let's see. PETA scored a PR win this week when the makers of Animal Crackers agreed to remove the animals on its boxes from cages. Okay, Animal Crackers, they're not in cages anymore. What are they doing, frolicking around in their circus prison? Isn't Animal Crackers circus? Look, I see that as a good step. You wanted to depict them as sentient beings, not as... They belong, they're happy there in their cage. So I like it. But what are they doing now? Are they eating their trainers because they're not caged? Are they chained? I mean, well, what are they doing on the box now? But the Animal Rights Group's newest initiative isn't faring as well. A new billboard in Baltimore is trying to get folks to stop eating crabs. Yeah, good luck with that. I spent two summers in Maryland. How are you going to get those people to stop eating crab? It's not only part of their livelihood, it's part of their state identity. And, you know, like anywhere else, there's a ton of dingbats. You're not taking away the one thing that I've always had. The billboard features a blue crab with the words, I'm me, not meat. Do people just catch extra crab just to throw at this billboard? I mean, I'm in favor of this, and I don't even have any faith that it's doing anything. We're going to go get some extra crab. Why not? Why? We got plenty of crab. These are throwing crabs. Oh, we're going to throw them at that PETA billboard. They're going to wake up in the morning, send their PETA representatives, going to see 
700 crabs sticking out of that billboard. It's not even that far south. This guy's got, well, maybe he's from Southern Maryland, the guy I'm doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, people don't like it. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Oh, wow. A PETA news release argues that just like humans, crabs feel pain and fear, have unique personalities, and value their own life. I would, yeah, believe that 100%. I watch Planet Earth too. Of course. You go down there in the ocean, there's fish having fights, blowing sand at each other. It's all about survival. It's all about eating. It's all about territory. I believe it. I just don't know if Maryland's going to care. I mean, you can't get people to stop eating cows or goats. They're probably not going to give a shit about a crab. The owner of Jimmy's Famous Seafood calls the billboard pretty tone deaf. <laughs> it's pretty tone deaf. You're offending people. Like, can you be reverse? That's reverse tone deaf. Wait a minute. Is it, can you be reversed tone deaf like that? I mean, you're saying something that's unpopular, but it's true. Well, I don't know. Tone deaf is like when a guy's blind, but and you walk in and start making blind jokes. I mean, is anyone really offended that they're saying don't eat crabs? That then it would be tone deaf. Or if there was like. People had a disease where the only thing they could survive on was crab. And they didn't like it, but they just it was the only thing they keep them alive. And then Peter says, don't eat the crab. Maybe then you go, hey, it's tone deaf. There's nothing else they could eat. You're shaming them. You're crab shaming them. And they, they don't have a choice. But he owns a seafood restaurant, so that's why he sees it as tone deaf. Hey, that's tone deaf. We're trying to make money off of seafood here. We're trying to get money for killing crabs. We spend all day working hard killing crabs. And then you're going to come in and say to people, don't buy these crabs. Let these guys who just put in this hard work, let them starve. So the crabs could, that's tone deaf. You understand? We're Jimmy's seafood. Excuse me, we're Jimmy's famous seafood. I'm a humble guy. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, my seafood's famous, okay? I don't mind it being on the sign. I don't talk about it in conversation, but yeah, it is Jimmy's famous seafood. Woof. All right. Well, at least no one got hurt. They were doing pretty good so far. The bear didn't get hurt in the hotel. And even though this is about crabs getting hurt, I didn't see any crabs get hurt in this story. So that's pretty good. All right, let's see what's coming in at number four. I don't know what that is either. They stopped to play a video game right in the middle. Did you hear that? Blurp. Crazy sons of bitches. All right. Let's see what's coming uh, up next in the Critter Chatter. Penalty for taunting bison. Oh, this is a follow-up story from a week or two ago. 
This guy was taunting bison in Yellowstone, right? Wyoming. He was from Oregon. That's right. He says he and his buddy were on a last hurrah tour through national parks before he entered alcohol, alcohol treatment. Wait a minute. I thought they forced him to get alcohol treatment. But he was already thinking, hey, this, I am, I got to get treatment. But for his last hurrah, him and his buddy were thinking, animal park? Maybe. Dude, I got to quit. You can't quit, man. I'll have no one to drink with. Well, maybe y'all look at what you're doing too. Will you tell me I need to quit? We both need to quit, man. Well, I ain't... You want me to go cold turkey right now? Nah, man. Let's just... You know what? Let's just do one more... One more big run, man. One more crazy last hurrah. What do you mean? Like Vegas or something? We'll go to Vegas or go to... Reno and get a bait ball and just, you know what, dude? Yellowstone. We're going to go up there and get some bison's faces. Those bison, they're just free to roam around. No cage. You seen animal crackers? You know them lions is locked up? Not the bison. The bison just roams around taking dumps. Banging heads. I'd say we go let them know what for. And then we go into treatment. Yeah. But first, I mean, the idea is so bad, I lost steam talking about it. Wouldn't you just like, seems like a, a, a travel intensive last hurrah. You know? Just go to the zoo and give a, 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 a cheetah the finger. What are you doing? They gave him 130 days. Woo! That'll teach you. Whoa, 130. 60 days for harassing wildlife. 60 days for interfering with law enforcement. And 10 days for disorderly conduct. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, those are biggies. Think about that. 10 days for disorderly conduct. That's harassing other people. 60 for harassing wildlife. You don't fuck with buffalo. They're six times more important than people. Rinky 55 is banned from Grand Teton, Yellowstone, and Glacier National Parks for a five-year probationary period, during which he is not allowed to do coke off of the back of an emu. His plant chemical dependency to treatment is now court-ordered. Yeah, there you go. Do you think he was seriously? Do you think he, a lot of people after they fuck up real bad go like, yeah, I was about to quit. So maybe he wasn't about to quit. Because this is, I don't get it as a last hurrah. Last hurrah is like, let's do a bunch of blow in a helicopter and then skydive into the Caesar's Palace. Orgy, gambling. It's not like, let's be out in the woods with nothing to do but moon a, a bison. I am sorry to the buffalo. He didn't deserve what I did to him, Ranky said. Well, there you go. You got probably the best story in rehab, so maybe you win. I don't know how it works. 
Let's see what's coming in at number three, gang. There you go. That's Cardi B with... I like it like that. All right, and um, yeah, the bison did not get hurt on that one. So... Yeah, everybody's okay so far. The bear's okay. The crab's okay. The bison's okay. But we got a story right here. Oh, straight back to Yellowstone National Park. Hey, since I've been doing Critter Chatter, this has not happened. We're straight back right into the same spot. Yellowstone National Park sees about one bear attack a year, though until this week there hadn't been one since 2015. One bear attack. I wonder how many bison taunts a year. Two, three, four. This is only one. But they didn't have one in 16, and they didn't have one in 17. So maybe they were due. Thursday, a 10-year-old was charged by a bear. Whoa! Though thanks to his parents' quick thinking and a canister of bear spray, it appears he'll be okay. That was smart. They tried to upsell you at the gift shop. All right. You got waters, eight bucks a pop. You got a sun visor, 14 bucks. Bear spray, 27 bucks. I don't know about it. Well, if the thing charges you out of the vegetation, I don't know how you're going to stop it. What are you going to do? Punch it? Won't even feel it. You're going to gouge it? It'll backhand you with a claw. You'll fly against a tree. You'll get a concussion. Squirrel will gnaw on your left eye. So, pick up the bear spray. Better to be safe than sorry. The four, the family of four was walking along a trail southeast of Old Faithful Thursday when a bear emerged from the vegetation and barreled after the boy as he started to run away. The bear caught up and knocked the boy down. Oh boy. I bet the bear popped out. It was semi-startling. But the kid had a little bit of puss in him, and he just started to run. And so the bear went, oh, that's running from me? I'll chase it. His parents deployed bear spray about five feet from the bear's face. Even the parents were afraid to get any closer than five feet. It had their kid, and they still sprayed the thing. That's a tough one, because you don't want to hit the kid. But actually... Yeah, any even a split second with that bear could cause major damage. So if you got to spray it on the kid, you spray it on the kid. The bear then shook its head and retreated. I wonder how much bear spray was on the boy. What would you guess? Parents are five feet away trying to get a clear shot. The bear's got the kid in the claw. It's got a one. Let's see where it had the kid. The boy was taken to a local clinic, treated for wounds to his buttocks. Oh, bear claw in your kid's ass. Oh, you're spraying anything. You can just, you're hitting everything. You might just spray the kid just so that the bear would drop the kid. Or just, oh, unskewer its buttocks. Wounds to his buttocks, a hurt wrist, and puncture wounds on his back. Ay. So the kid's lying down, or 
Or what happened is this. The bear chased the kid, dove on its back. Then, yeah, it got a claw in his butt and a claw in his back. And then the kid fell down, hurt his wrist when he landed. And then the parents come up, spritz, spritz. You know what I mean? Like a sarsaparilla. And everybody, so the kid is not only bleeding and uh, sore, he also is probably coughing his head off because he's been sprayed with, you know, bat urine or whatever the hell is in that stuff. Yikes. Well, I'm glad he's relatively okay. And I guess the bear's relatively okay too. So nothing that major here, although this kid is not going to be the same for a while. Unless he's like a dingbat kid, he can just shake it off. He doesn't have the emotional depth to even be bothered by a bear. <laughs> Let's see what's coming in at number two. I'll be rocking it like it's fresh out the pan. Only when I'm taking pics, I'm the middle man. Walk talking like a boss, I just lift a hand. Three main cash, call me Rain Man. Money like a shower. Yeah, I don't know who that is, gang. Uplifting, though, I'll tell you that. All right, here we go. This one has John Stewart. John Stewart came to the rescue Monday when New York City's Metropolitan Transportation Authority found what it called some... Oh, there were some two goats that escaped from a slaughterhouse. They were loose on the subway tracks. Oh, they were captured. John Stewart stepped in to help transport the goats to an upstate New York shelter run by the farm sanctuary. Well, that's nice of him. It's very hands-on. Did he load them into the truck? Nah, he probably just paid for it. No problem. That's good. Already helped these guys out. So these goats escaped, and it worked. You know, that's a funny thing. Like, if those goats escaped, like, in another area... Somebody might just go, hey, I got your damn goats. Yeah, kill them. I don't want them on my property. Yeah, don't let them out again. Or, hey, I got your goats. Can I shoot one of them? I figured you were going to kill them anyway. I was hoping I could shoot one of them. You never know if you're going to fall into uh, sympathetic hands when you escape. Right? These goats did. These goats followed their instincts. And they got out, and uh, congratulations, Billy and Willie, they're calling them. Congratulations, gang. All right, let's see what's coming in at number one. I don't know who that was either, gang. I'm sorry, I've given you horrible information on this kitchen countdown. Sometimes I'm right on top of it. Sometimes I'm giving you obscure, deep cuts, interesting stuff. I'm giving you album liner notes. Today, I don't know what that is. But I'm glad that these goats' lives were saved. In fact, no animals were harmed, except for that one bear who took took the uh, bear repellent. He'll probably be fine. That's the equivalent of, uh, you know, taking some bad acid or something. I don't know what it does to him. But um, thank you so much, gang. And um, remember to hit, uh, what is it? PayPal.me slash... Howard Kremer. We do the show free for you. We got to keep the show coming to you. I'd love to be able to do it uh, with electricity and power and everything else. But gang, thank you so much. And remember to listen to Who Charted 
and to um, go over if you want to check out my album The Attempt it's on iTunes check out any of the Have a Summer stuff it's all there on iTunes and we'll see you right here next week on Who I 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 Who I